Welcome to Breaking Ice and Building Bridges from Possibilities. I'm Kelly Johnson. And I'm Byron Jackson. Glad you're here. Connecting a community through conversation. Hello, this is Byron Jackson on the Breaking Ice, Building Bridges, Possibilities podcast. And once again, they have allowed me behind the mic. Now, I want to tell you, Linda's my guest. I'm going to introduce Linda in a second. It was my idea to get a podcast studio. Why? Because I pictured in my fantasy, I would just do podcasts by myself all day, every day. So we build this thing. They hardly let me in. And my guest today is the lovely Linda Tony Barr. Did I say that correctly? You did say that correctly. Welcome. Thank you. Linda's been sitting here going, what are we going to talk about? I have no idea. You know, I just kind of open the space and then something moves in. It's, it's kind of like eating dates. They're fiber. You just eat it and things <laughs> just start moving. And so <laughs> That's a visual. It is a visual. That's what I, since people can't see us, I try to make this as visual as possible. Before we begin, I want our producer, Jasmine, out there. When she first started, Linda, Tony Barb, she was so excited to do countdowns because she was actually doing podcasts. She has done so many now that she's, like, bored. The, count, she, the countdown, she's just bored. She'll cut us off with one minute, and she'll be bored. And the luster has gone out of our eyes. <laughs> this chair is blocking my view of Jasmine. I'm going to peek. Okay. Sign language here. Okay. Okay. So instead of me um, coming up with asking you questions about yourself, let's say that um, it was a short, it was a headstone at your death. What would you want people to know about you before you left this earth? Well, we're going deep right off the bat. <laughs> then it gets lighter as we move. Maybe back. that should be on my headstone. We're going deep right off the bat. Which is like you. See, I wouldn't do this with everyone, but I do know you enough to. We're going deep. Yeah. She went deep right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you would want them to know. As of today, for this day, yes. As this day. Now, what does deep mean to you? I think that it means moving from the head, thinking, 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 drop down into the heart. Huh. Go deep. I like that. I actually have this thought that heaven is actually in our heart. Mm. That it's not an external place that we go to, but an internal place. So it's a place where we live in the here and now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which really on my, because I journal. You journal? Mm -hmm. I do journal. So in my journal last night was to be, to practice being present now 
But then I started thinking about something. What did you write in your journal? Right now, my journal is a to-do list. It's like, keep up. Yeah. Really? Yeah. There's a lot happening. Well, tell, tell me some of it. Okay, I have some great news. Okay. Oh, but this is being recorded. Some of this is secret. Well, don't tell us the secret part. Okay. I can just say Unless that... Unless it's in code. I have been... I'll, I'll make it in code. <laughs> okay. I have um, surrendered to the flow, being in the flow. You know, Richard Bach has a book of illusions, and in yes. the beginning of the book, he talks about the creatures on the rocks that are clinging to the rocks. Yes. And one of them says, I think if I let go, there's something else. Mm. And all the other creatures say, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. You'll get flung upon the mm. rocks. You'll get crashed about. But he does. He lets go. And he starts to rise. And he does get thrashed about on the rocks. But ultimately, he lifts up and he gets into the current. He can see the sunlight coming through the water. He trusts and he starts in the flow. And I've kind of just gone through that again. And I'm in the flow. And I was getting thrashed about for the last like three or four months. Mm. But all of a sudden, it's like. You're in the flow. I'm in the flow. I got in the current. And um, was that the secret part? Uh, the code part. The code part. That's the code. There's something. There was some thrashing, kicking of teeth, gnashing of of teeth. Yeah, and so I stepped into. I feel like I've been um, like God put His foot on my butt and pushed me right through a keyhole. Well, that I didn't even know I was in front of a door. And next thing I know, I said yes, and I'm in a network with over 100 women who all do what I do. And we're all just like one tiny bit in front of each other in a different area so we can reach back and teach each other. and teach and teach. It's kind of like Red Rover, Red Rover, and we're all holding on, you know, running for the, what, the line. I don't know what even you do in second grade. But we're all in this together. Well... We are, um, we're a power to be reckoned with. And as a, as a result, um, there are things coming that we are all benefiting from. This is still code. But, uh, I'm, but I'm just telling you that I just had like a pretty amazing gift land in my lap yesterday that is going to result in some uh, pretty phenomenal things. And then I find out, I mean, I'm like, okay, let's go. Um, I've had grease on my vision board for about four or five years. And we're all going to Greece in October. And I don't know how I'm going to Greece. I just know that I'm going to Greece. And that's, that's not in code. That's not in code. That's not in code. Bertrand. That is for real. Now, do you remember that um, as a child, were, have you always been kind of like an advocate sort of child, like fighting for No. Right? Not at all. Really? Never even heard of it. 
So what kind of child were you? Seriously? Yeah. Play hard. <laughs> Was that on your kindergarten wall? Play hard. I would have been scared to be there. That's it. That's it? We didn't do feelings. We didn't do scared. We didn't do sad. We didn't do lonely. We played hard. As long as you play hard, you can't slow down to feel. Yes. And survival. Lots of survival. Yeah. First feeling you recognize. From being a child? Yeah. First? Yeah. Very first memory? Yeah. Lonely. Sitting at the top of the stairs when my baby brother came home. Mom's in there washing, giving him a bath. He's a week old, and I'm now an orphan. No, I... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's two years younger than me. That's so lonely. I remember that. I think mine was uh, probably fear, because that's the one that I wrestle with the most. And so tracing back, I could see that first emotion being fear. Wow. What was the fear? Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Like we had moved to a new town, and I was, I've mentioned it here, but uh, my parents, my dad's mother died, and so my whole family went to the funeral. We were in Denver, went to New Orleans. And so they left. We were living at a rooming house. And they just kind of left me in the care of the people at the rooming house and left. And left. And so it was like our first, you know, it was our first month really in Denver. So I knew no one. I knew not how to get any place. And so. What age do you remember that? I was eight. You were eight. And so I had to, I learned to navigate all of that by myself. Wow. And, uh, but that set up some dynamics <clears throat> with me that, in terms of trust, mm-hmm. that, you know, I've struggled with all my life. Those cores of abandonment, they're, yeah, they're yeah. really embedded in the neurotransmitters. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see how that would affect. Last time you belly laughed. This morning. Really? Yeah. Is that another coded? No. Oh, what made no. you belly laugh? I was on a Zoom call, and we did an icebreaker, and I was wanting to tell you about this icebreaker. Okay. It was sure. really fun. Um, we went around the room, and uh, it's the name of the game is I Want a Pony. And uh, you say three things that you want, and the person who's next in order repeats your third item. And we go around the room, and it was a pretty funny group, uh, repeating the last item and then moving forward. But So if you said, like, go, well, go ahead, say three things. Well, I had to repeat the person in front of me. She wanted a computer. Mm-hmm. I need a computer. I want a computer. But then mine was, I want a pontoon boat, and I want a million dollars. So the next person then starts. So I would go, I want a million dollars. Yes. And then I would like a 
bigger broadcast room. And then I would like the temperature to go down about outside <laughs> about ten degrees. Just a ten. <sighs> yes. Ten. And then I and we can go back and forth and I can repeat your last one. I want the temperature to go down about ten degrees. And I want a pony. No, I'm kidding, but it just keeps and you can keep it going as long as you want to. You know, my thoughts about you. If I was describing you, I think that you're probably one of the most courageous people that I have ever been around. And your, your ability to stay yourself, no matter what it costs you, is really admirable to me. Wow, thank you. And uh, I know the... I know the pain that you have to go through to just stay true to yourself. They always tell you in school, just stay true to yourself. The moment you do it though, you're sent to the principal's office. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's your personal projection. (laughs) No, I think it's true with any of us that really try to stick. Well, the the metaphor of the principal's office, yes. Yeah. The boss's office or yeah. the yeah. unemployment line or, you know, whatever. I mean, okay, for one, you have dreads. I do. So not everyone that sees you with dreads has encouraged you to have dreads. And, and you know, I don't know who those people are. Okay. So they, the- they have encouraged you. I, I don't have anyone coming to my face talking about dreads so, in, a, in a negative way. So never have had that? I, I believe that it's possible that I have not been selected for jobs or certain things, but they don't list that as their reason. So they won't, so they won't say, like, if like you come in and go... Thank you very much for coming in, but they'll never say the dreads. We're out of here. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I can feel it. I sense it, but I, I don't have anyone that's like openly been honest about that. Well, that's kind of similar to being, you know, black. Like you never get anyone that go right. We can't hire you because you're black, but. But you can feel that. Yeah, I mean, you could just, yeah, there's certain yeah. little subtle cues that people do that you being black is a big deal. Yeah. We're going to have problems with this. And I just say thank you. That means I don't belong here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do too. But see, that's what I'm saying is, you, it still takes a certain amount of courageousness to reach the point where you can say thank you. Right, right. Nice. I remember when I got my dreadlocks. It's actually ten years ago this month, July fourth. And um, did you sing happy birthday? I did. I so sure did. did. I wasn't there for that. They're like like babies, but um. Now I forgot what I was going to say, see. Well, that's because we're on happy birthday for your dress. May I sing happy birthday? Oh, of to course. Your Thank you. Okay. Happy birthday, dear dreads. Happy birthday, dear dreads. <laughs> 
Happy birthday, dear Linda, Tony Barr's dreads. Happy birthday to you. Yay. Jazz hands, <laughs> jazz hands. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you're welcome. Thank you very much. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Okay, we're back. You here. know how Facebook brings memories and throws? Yes, yes. So it, it brought a memory of the year that my dreads were first formed, and I posted a picture of them in their most baby infancy state and said, I think there's a whole lot of people that might take a step backwards now. And then I said, and that might actually have been the point. Wow. Like, I want to kind of weed those folks out. Like, not kill them, but just... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That we almost played that game today, like... Three people that you would like to kill. (laughs) No. 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 That's a heart. The universe is designed in such a way that there's people that make you so mad, you really would like them to die. But then you realize that you're going to have eternal, like, hell if they die. So you have to, like, Pretend like you never wanted them to die. <laughs> yeah, you got to, like, pull them up with you, and you're like, I just want to kill you. Or, or then, uh, I, won't, I won't say any names, but um, someone that I, okay, here we are in code again. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of codes. I need a book one day on the codes. The, you need, the, you need the, the, the key. The key. You need the key. The, um, well, I'm trying to protect people's anonymity. I know. I, yeah. I, I, I like the code. Yeah. Um, but let's just say um, someone who I have been known to have thoughts that were not in the most positive way. Ooh, I cleaned that up, yes. didn't I? Now has been diagnosed with lung cancer, terminal. Ooh. And I'm like, shit. Yeah. yeah. Do I have to, like. Yeah. Start talking nice about him. Like, is it? Is he a saint now? Like, he's he's moving into sainthood, and I just have to go pray, journal, talk to my sponsor. Well, but see, that says stuff about you too. Is that uh, really? I mean, you you. You're always trying to lift up the entire race. Even if the race isn't trying to lift you up all the time. I saw I saw a story on TV the other day, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was Stranger Things, the final Stranger oh. Things. But in the final, if this is a spoiler alert, so the final, there was this guy that was accused of something, but he didn't do it. And he really actually saved everybody. But at the end, everybody still thought he was an asshole and he did it. And so I was just thinking how hard that was sitting with me. They did, 
they didn't write that. They just left him where people hated him. And uh, uh, they left it there. They left it there. And so is it a series? Yeah. So they're going to it's a cliffhanger almost. Well, they said it's they I have no idea. So that's how they left it. That's how they left it. And so I would. So all my life, I think in my head, I always want to go. I want to write this. and Yeah. I guess some things just don't get a bow. We don't get a package. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. I That's okay. Is it for me? Off. Let me this, see. Let this me is see. a phone call from Linda. Let's Tony see how Barr. important it is. Oh, it's a cash app. This is fun. She's, it's an installment in my million dollars coming today. She got uh, money right here. And our time is almost up, even though... Jasmine had just left us completely, so. She's doing crossword puzzles. Yeah, she's, she is gone. Well, has this been painful? No, it's been delightful. It has, hasn't it? This is super fun. I was going to say, as people come in and go, what are we going to talk about? I go, I have no idea. But it'll be fun. Let's find out. So I would like to thank my guest, Linda Tony Barr, I would like to thank your dreads, who are now 10 years old 10 right years now. old. And uh, thank you all for listening to Breaking Ice, Building Bridges. This is Byron, Yes I Am, Jackson. Thank you for having me. Connecting a community through conversation. Breaking Ice, Building Bridges is the Possibilities Community Podcast Platform. Thanks for tuning in.